Hey guys, welcome back to the Sunshine Hustle podcast. So Katie, it's been a while. How has your weeks been? It's been good. Um, Just been working at the preschool, editing podcasts, and trying to figure out what we're going to talk about on the podcast. I know we've both had a couple rough weeks with either sicknesses or family problems, but I'm here now. I'm well rested as much as I can be. And the fun thing that I did last weekend, first of all, it was like 70 degrees. So that's like huge in Ohio. So all the windows in my house were open and I went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, The No Way Home. Obsessed. Absolutely loved it. Balled my eyes out half the time. But yeah, now I'm here. I'm super excited to talk with you guys today. How has your few weeks been? Well, it was crazy to say the least. I ended up getting my booster shot um, for the COVID vaccine. I also had family things going on. Like you said, family things were happening in my life. And my little godson was born three months early and he's the cutest little peanut I have yet to hold him but all the pictures that's being sent to me are just oh my goodness I just want to hold him and like scratch his little cheeks and everything like that and his little toes and his little hands are oh my goodness but I also had a lot of other things going on with my life as well growing around my family Things are okay. Praise the praise to God. Um, God is doing amazing things right now. And I, the fun thing that happened to me was actually today. But you guys, I got my new Tim Tebow book, and your girl posted it on her story, and he reposted it, and that was kind of the highlight of my day today. My other highlight of my week was actually recapping with you, Katie, and just starting off March with a bang, getting things done, looking different ways to change how viewpoints, I guess you can say, of what's actually going to go, which actually is actually, I feel like, working with me as well. And we're going to have an amazing week this week. And yes, that's, that's basically the recap. And today we're going to talk about one of the most relatable topics that I feel like every single person can relate to, fear versus faith, and how both of them are kind of described in a way. Fear is basically the unknown, the big what-ifs that we have in our brain, whereas faith is, this things can work out, and I know it can work out. And just running with that, having faith that whatever step forward you're going to take is going to be amazing. What are your thoughts on faith and fear, Katie? I feel like it's so easy for everybody to live in fear, especially with everything that's going on with people getting sick, all this inflation going on, especially with gas prices. That's been crazy. But It's so important, especially for Christians, to be living in faith rather than fear and being a good example to everyone around them and 
just finding ways to trust God instead of letting your emotions control you. It can be hard, but it's so much more reassuring. The way I like to think of it, I just thought of this now as you were talking, faith is like sitting in a chair and not thinking, oh, is is this chair going to break when I sit on it? Like you've sat on a chair multiple times in your life. Like you don't expect chairs to fall out from underneath you. And the same thing is with God. Like if you've trusted in God, he's not going to fail you. So why should we have any doubt that he's going to fall through or something? I'm glad that you brought that up because I was listening to this thing and I actually shared it with you last week. Um, I was scrolling through TikTok and it was brought up to my For You page because I follow this girl and she gives amazing advice with God and her whole entire friend group's amazing. And it says that faith is a muscle. And I strongly believe that because we all need to work on our faith. I'm not going to say that I'm a holy one. I don't need to work on my faith. I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, perfect and everything. Everyone's not perfect. It's, for example, she says, you can't go into a gym day one and expect to lift a 75 dumbbell and begin to curl them perfectly. Why? Because you haven't worked out or you haven't built enough strength yet. Working on your faith looks like, hey, God, I have no idea what's going on right now, but I know that you do. And I'm not going to, and I'm going to trust you. Working on your faith is getting into your world word, depending on God and any situations having you serve God is greater than anything you have faced in life. And I feel like that kind of sticks out because it's true in certain situations throughout your faith journey. I feel like all of us are like, Hey God, I know this is what's going on in my life right now is not what it's supposed to be out, but I have faith in you that you're going to show me the right choice. You're going to show me how to handle this situation. And I feel like that's what stood out to me the most in like working faith is because, like I said, everyone needs to do it. I totally get that. It's easy to become nervous when things happen and say, take my last week, for example, I had bills I needed to pay. And so my paycheck came through, paid the bills. Okay. Now I only have a certain amount of money left. And so it's like, okay, fill up the gas tank. We're good to go. And then it's like, okay, my wheels start making noises. My brakes start acting up. So I'm like, oh no, is my car going to fall apart? before my next paycheck? Like, will I be able to fix it in time? And then on top of that, hey, my grandma's health is slowing down. Oh no, what's going to happen with that? For me, I'm not afraid of what's going to happen to my grandma. Yes, if anything happens, I would be sad, but I have faith that God is either going to help her heal and have a good rest of life, or he will take her home with her and she will never be in pain again. So it's, it's a two-sided coin. You're either living in fear or faith. So the way you choose to respond to the things happening to you is the way you will see it's, it's your outlook on life, your perspective on life. So you can either live in faith or you can live in fear. It is definitely a choice 
And people don't think that it's a choice. They're like, oh, this, everything's happening to me. No, choose how you react. That's the important part. You brought up a really good point because like, I feel like in my life and with the start of Monet, like if we can go back to the start of Monet of when I joined Monet, I had, I had a quote that stood by me that one of my famous YouTubers have said, and it's, oh, wells over what ifs, because at the end of the day, if something doesn't work out in your life, oh, well, it was a learning experience. God probably put that experience in your life for a reason, and he needed you to understand that, and, you know, you learned from it, or are you going to live in the what ifs, like, constantly thinking in your mind, and I'm going to be honest with you, um, prior to this, I kind of did live in the what ifs, like before joining Monique, I did my research and I was thinking about things and I'm like, God, like what's going on? You, you presented this opportunity to me and all the people that constantly were living constantly, like I was talking to about this experience or like, you know, this opportunity were giving me their honest opinions. What if it's a scam? What do you know more about this company? What's this? What's that? And I'm like, I don't have all the answers. That's what I feel like kind of faith is too, is like knowing that you don't have all the answers right now. God hasn't given you all the answers that you have, you need in your life. Right. God doesn't give us all the answers. He He gives us what we need to know as of right now. If he gave us all the answers, it's like cheating on a test. If he gives us all the answers, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to get married at 25. I'm going to have three kids. We're going to be living in Florida. We're going to be, you know, we have a beach house in Miami, you know, like you have like all the layout, like a layout of whatever your life is. Right. But at the same time, God's all like, no, you don't need all the answers right now. Just have faith in me. We're going to do this together. You're my ride or die. You're the constant best friend that he's the cost of best friend that everyone needs in their life. Or you can live in the what ifs getting scared to go out. You know, you know, like when COVID actually happened, all these people were scared, right? I mean, I was kind of scared for a little bit, but I was like, I had faith in God. I'm like, God's going to come up with something. He's going to have an answer, a solution to all the problems that are going on in this world, you know, all that. But then you have all those people that are scared, like, you know, like, what if I go out and I get COVID? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this, what if that, you know, like, I don't understand how people can just have all that what if in their life. And it's just like a constant thing in the back of their head. What if this happens? Yeah, it's easy for us to want all the answers. But like you said, answers are on a need to know basis. And even though we don't have all the answers, we do have the truths from the Bible. Like God knows what is best for me. And we can look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 for that. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So obviously we need to trust in God because it's so easy for us to want to do what we think is best and what we understand. Sometimes we don't understand what is going on. A lot of the time we don't understand and that's okay. And the thing about faith is letting go of what we want to do 
and doing what God wants instead. And the closer we are to God's will and doing what he wants, the more at peace we will be and the more clear he will make the answers and what we should be doing. I love that. I actually have another Bible verse that I came across. It was Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that stuck out to me too, because like, like I said in the beginning, you know, like we all fear that we don't know the right thing to do, or we fear that something's going to happen to us, that we need to take this extra step to do something. And God is saying the fact that I'm with you. And if it's just like stepping out to like saying yes to something, like something simple, like, like, for example, let's say you, a guy asks you on a date, right? And just saying that, yes, like, okay, yes, I'll take that one step. God will either show me that this is the person that I, I would like, you know, need as in my life or not need in my life. It's just a constant step. And it's just saying the fact that God is with you every step of the way. You're not alone. Everyone might think that you guys are alone, but at the end of the day, you guys are not, uh, not alone. There's another verse that I have that goes along with that about God never leaving us. It is Hebrews 13, five and six. It says, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And those verses are so powerful because first of all, God will never leave us. He is always with us. So there's no need to fear. As Christians, we have his protection and his guidance in our life. And just knowing that he's always with us is a comfort. It's so easy to forget that and to just be overwhelmed with everything around us. But God is our helper. We should not fear. And what can man do to me? Because honestly, what can what can humans do to you? Make fun of you? Hurt you? Kill you? Then what? If you're a Christian, you go to heaven. Like, that's the worst they can do to you. Um, so there's really no need to fear. God is in control. He will take care of you. And like I said before, his way is best and he will never leave you. That is perfect. And I want to touch on something a little bit different. And it's faith sometimes means having the faith to step back. And me and Katie were talking about this a little bit earlier, because sometimes we want to take control of things. We want to take control. Like I've been there where it's saying the fact like, okay, God, like I'm ready. I know I'm ready for a relationship. Um, and you download all those apps, you're swiping left, you're swiping right, you're all like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. this seems like a perfect candidate. But at the end of the day, he knows what's best. And even if you have to take that step back from doing something, because I feel like for me, it takes a lot of strength to stop doing something and stop wanting control in your life. I mean, I love control. I love knowing that if I can do this thing right, instead of asking for help, 
I know I can do these things right, and I know that I can get it done perfectly how I want to get it done. But sometimes we just need to take a step back, pray about it, just stop doing what you're doing and pray about it. And God will come in the right time, in the right seasons of your life. I've been in my single season for quite some time, and I'm actually learning to enjoy it because I have no one to say, Clarissa, let's, you need to be home. Who are you hanging out with? What's doing this? What's doing that? Like, no, I don't have no one to answer to other than God. And of course my parents, but, and my friends, but just being able to be by myself, I'm loving it and I'm enjoying it. But instead it takes a lot of strength to just stop doing it. Stop downloading those apps. Stop doing what you guys think that you need to get done, need to get done because God will give you guys the answers when you guys need the answers. What are your thoughts about stepping back? I totally get that. It's it's so easy to want to do everything on our own, especially as entrepreneurs and such go-getters. We often want to do it all on our own. And yeah, there's a lot of things we can do. We can post on social media. We can talk to people. We could even record these podcasts but just finding different ways to add God into that, like asking God for help, praying before the podcast is something we've tried to start doing and just putting things into God's hands and asking him for help is so important because especially for me, if I try to do things all on my own, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and be like, I don't know, am I not doing this right? Blah, 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 super like stressed out and anxious. But it's like, if I just let go, ask God for help, ask him for the strength, the clarity, the good sleep, just asking him for simple things can make life so much more easy. And instead of living anxious fear, living in that peace and faith and knowing that God is there helping you every step of the way, it's just little things like that. It's like just asking for it. Just asking him for his help is such a big thing. And we so often forget to do that. I think that goes into something else that I feel like we all need to know is that God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies to call. And if you guys want me, I feel like I will go into this. God's calling is basically two simple steps, you guys. One, trust the fact that God will show up when he says he's going to show up. And two, your actions. And I feel like we as humans, I my brain's going back to when I went to church. Last Sunday, they talked about Moses. And Moses came up with all these excuses of why he does not qualify. And I feel like we as humans do that too, because we don't have faith in ourselves. We lack the faith in ourselves to know what we can and what we can't do. It's like telling someone, for example, it's like saying, Katie, hey, we're going, you're going to do this huge, big speech about something regarding our business, right? And you're looking and God's like, God gave you this opportunity. God handed it to you. And you're all like, I have, I have no faith that I can do that. Like, you know, like I'm coming up with all the excuses of why I should not be able to do this. But at the end of the day, 
God knows the answers and knows that you are, you are able, you're capable. And it's kind of cool looking back now with Moses and everything of how many times he comes up and says, he's not qualified for this. He's not qualified for that. But God keeps on coming back and giving Moses all these opportunities and tells Moses, yes, you can. I'm telling you to go do this. You can do this. And I feel like it's a a cool way to look at it. I love how you were talking about how God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called because that's so true. So often we don't feel qualified. We think, oh, can I really do that? You see this goal. You're like, oh, God is calling me to hey, move to be, move to Columbus and be a preschool teacher. Like I've never done that before. Yeah. I love kids. I love working with kids, but I'm used to like third grade and above, not two-year-olds. And I, is a kid going to die in my class? It's going to be my fault. Thankfully not. Like I'm good with kids. So that's never happened, but it's just little things like that. Not feeling like you're qualified, but that's where God called me. That's where he led me. So that's where I'm going And he will help me along the way. And just things like that. God will never lead you somewhere where he will not go. And since God already has our lives planned out for us, technically, he's already been there. He already knows what we're going to go through. And he's provided a way for us to go through it. We just have to trust that his process is best because where we're going, he's already been there and he will take us through it. I love that because I just looked down on my notes that I had taken a while ago and what stood out to me was what we can ask or think is nowhere near what God can do for us. That's something. And I just got chills. You guys, I'm not lying. Like I have, once I said that I just had chills. You guys, We can ask God for a million things and we can be fine with what he can do for us. We're like, okay, yes, God, God, if you can get me like a hundred dollars, if you can get me that $100, you know, like I really need that $100 or I really need this boyfriend or whatever you can think of, right? You guys, it's nowhere near. You guys are just settling for what you guys can see. And that's the thing about fear. Fear is like we settle for things. We're just so settled for going to that nine to five job just because it's in our comfort zone, knowing that we can get that money or knowing that we can do this and do that. We're settling and God can do so much more for us if we just have that faith. And that just like, I'm sorry, I felt like God was telling me as I was looking down to tell you guys this because. It's the truth. I love that. It kept making me think, I don't remember where it is in the Bible, but Jesus was talking and he was saying, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And like, you can say to that mountain over there, pick yourself up and throw yourself into the sea. And I'm like, if God's saying I don't remember if it was to like everyone or just the disciples, but it's like, he said, if they had faith, they could do that. Can you even imagine? Like, we don't have that kind of faith. We could say, oh yeah, mountain, move into the sea. No, it's not going to happen because we don't believe it's actually going to happen. 
Like we are people of such little faith. We can say, yeah, we're trusting God all the time, but we don't have faith like the people back then did. Like, I feel like it's so easy to let our faith like slowly slip away, but it's like looking back at the stories in the Bible and reading how much faith people had, like just asking Jesus to heal them, knowing that he would like without a shadow of a doubt that they would be healed just by asking. It was Luke 17 verses five through six. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it will obey you. And do you guys understand what a mustard seed looks like? Cause it's like so tiny. It's like super tiny. It's like a grain of rice, but like smaller. And it's crazy to think because like you said, we can say we have faith. Like you can talk, you can walk to someone across the street and like, you know, you're walking around and you're like, oh, you know, like, do you have faith? Or like, you know, we can all say, yeah, we have faith, but it just takes, like you said, that little, small, little faith into God. And he can open up so many doors for you that you cannot believe you guys. Like that's the truth. I think that's a perfect way to end the podcast because we've talked about so many good truths and you can go back and read the passages we've talked about from the Bible, but here's just some things to think about on how to live in faith. Number one, make good use of your time and money. You may think, oh, how is that helping me live in faith? Well, if you're making good use of your time and your money, you won't be running around rushed all day long or worry about living paycheck to paycheck, freaking out. Oh, is my car going to break down like me? Like, okay, start saving up your money like I'm doing. Start using your time wisely. Budget. Learn how to make good use of your time and money so you don't have to freak out and stress out. And also so you can use money later on to be a blessing to others. Number two, how to live in faith is to have a close relationship with God. The further I am from God, the more anxiety I have. The closer I am to God, the more peace and clarity. Number three, know God's promises to us. There are so many good promises in the Bible, like the ones we talked about today. God will never leave us. He knows what's best for us. Look up those and remember those and even write them on a piece of paper so that when you are doubting, you know where they are and you can find them easily. And lastly, seek God's will because it is the safest place you can be. I literally wrote down all the promises. Like I have it in my little book. Know that I want to go off of that because your God's promises. I want to touch a little bit about that a little bit, like kind of something God's promises is that nothing can separate you from him. Just know that nothing can. He will always protect you in everything that you guys do. He promises to be with you. Like you said, everything will work out for your own good. Just know that because that's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow you guys, because a lot of things will happen in our lives, but everything will work out for you. He will always answer your prayers and he will take care of all your needs and he will strengthen you.
And that's something that I hope that everyone will understand and take to heart because it's the truth. Everything is always going to be as it should be. Thank you guys for tuning in and we really appreciate it. If you guys liked this, please give us a thumbs up. Please rate us on Spotify. We really appreciate it. And if you guys want to give us any ideas, please go to our Instagram, sunshine.hustle and follow us there. Give us all your inspirations. If you guys want us to talk about certain topics, please DM us on that and we'll most likely, we'll love to do whatever topics you guys would want to hear from us. And thank you guys so much for tuning in, like I said before, and we love you guys.